Welcome back, everyone. This is NYU Grads Daily Podcast. I'm recording this after market hours on Monday, November 13th. I uh, can't believe this is episode 90. Wow, that's amazing to me. Um, but let's jump right in. This is going to be a quick episode today. Uh, just a bit of housekeeping uh, before I jump into the market. I want to let you guys know I'm taking a quick uh breather, just a vacation um, for a quick getaway. Um, so there'll be no podcast from Thursday, November 16th through Tuesday, November 21. Um, I will be posting on Substack Notes occasionally. You can uh, follow me there. I'll post a link um, on the show notes, but it's just like kind of like x slash twitter just without the hate algorithms and i post intraday analysis there quite often Um, i know all of you are busy uh, you know with your day jobs and you can't follow me there but if you want to just kind of catch up on some of my thoughts i will try to keep you updated there on what i'm seeing in the markets Uh, and today i'm going to title it a quiet place If you've never seen the Netflix movie, A Quiet Place, I highly recommend. They actually have uh, two, part one and part two. Um, It's done really, really well um, with minimal talking, uh, which is quite a challenge. But uh, I I definitely recommend you check it out. It's a scary movie, so uh, be mindful if you have children around. But let's jump right into this. So the volume today was very low. What I'm talking about is like the S&P, SPY, the average daily volume is about 85 million shares traded. We we were at like 48 million shares traded last time I checked. I'm not going to look at the specific number because at this point, I'm just letting you know it was like 50 to 60 percent of average daily volume and looking at uh, the uh, breath numbers we had 178 new highs but 330 new lows so we're still outpacing uh, 2x on new lows uh, which is not good that's what stuck out to me today when I take a look at the Dow industrials it just kind of flatlined all day. It was up 54 points. Uh, NASDAQ was down 30 points. Not a big deal. And the S&P was down 3 points. Um, what did kind of stick out to me, though, um, while not big moves, um, you did have uh, Microsoft down 0.81 Apple down 0.81, Amazon down 0.68, NVIDIA was up about uh, half a percent, up 0.59%, but Tesla was up uh, 4.22%, so Tesla is finally catching a bounce here, um, which is good for a lot of folks that I know uh, that own Tesla stock. It seems like anyone that owns a Tesla car owns Tesla stock. 
uh, at least in my circle of friends. Uh, Eli Lilly has been a very strong healthcare name. It has come down a little bit, just a pullback, but it bounced again today up 2.51%. Uh, that's really it. I mean, uh, nothing really stood out to me today. It was just such a slow moving tape. Uh, every it, Basically, if you want to know why it was like this on Monday, it's not a holiday. It felt like one. It's because to, on Tuesday, November 14th, pre-market hours, the CPI numbers come out. And CPI measures inflation. Um, so a couple things are going to happen. Either the CPI beats, meaning CPI is high, inflation is high, which will imply that the Fed is not done with their higher for longer campaign. And that is going to uh, sink or pressure risk assets down. If the CPI numbers fall from previous months of data, it implies that inflation is moderating and the Fed will become teddy bears versus grizzly bears. That's, you know, it sounds so comical. It sounds so... Uh, it's like a children's book, right? Like we're talking about our wealth, trading, stocks, and this is what we have to deal with. Uh, adults listening to adults tell us stories. Um, and most of the stories are based on fake data or massage data. Um, I'm not sure if you know this, uh, but things like the CPI data, unemployment, all of these metrics, the uh, equation has changed uh, from now since like the 80s. And the government always changes the formula to fit their needs and their narratives, right? So whatever numbers come out doesn't really matter on Tuesday. It's really the reaction and how everyone is interpreting the tea leaves, the wording, you know, it's basically to that point now. Uh, it's end of year, end of quarter, Santa Claus rally time. Everyone wants the Santa Claus rally. We are um, rocketing higher from the sell-off. And in, in a lot of um, shares, uh, like the Magnificent Seven, they're doing really well. So everything is poised for a Santa Claus rally right now. You guys know I said that we need rates, uh, the 10-year yield below 4.5 or around 4.5. We got that. Um, right now, uh, we closed at 4.6. So it's not crazy, right? Like if we stay in that 4.5, 4.6 level, it's better than 5% where we were at just a month ago or a few weeks ago. Uh, and then you have the Magnificent Seven roaring higher, holding up the market. That's all we need. Um, but if we lose one, if we lose one of those two things, we're going to sell off and it's going to shock everybody. If we lose one of those two things, but somehow breath improves, like, 
I report on this every day. You're, you hear it. Every day we have many more new lows and new highs. So if we lose interest rates or if we lose the Magnificent Seven and we gain breath somehow, which is almost, I think, impossible because of the weighting of the indexes, um, yeah, it's, let me backtrack. As long as the Magnificent Seven stay positive and as long as rates stay suppressed here, it's teed up for a Santa Claus rally. Um, I really don't think breath is going to improve. I can't imagine any of those two things not being there and somehow we get a thousand new highs and a hundred new lows. I just don't see it happening. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I have for today. It's a short one. Uh, I will report back after the C after the Tuesday session, which is going to, uh, I believe, have much more volume than today on Monday. Uh, so I will check uh, back with you guys after the session on Tuesday. Later.